And it's not. Well, speaking of working, okay. I was. All right. It looks like it's good. All right. Sweet. Okay. Let's start the song again. It's not the beginning. How do we do this? I'm not. That's good level, though. From the Sportique Studios, where we're deeply bothered by the growing rift in this great nation between people of divergent philosophies. But we hope Team Trevor and Team Paxton find common ground. You're in the South Stands. I'm Colin Daniels with the most popular person on the internet, Brandon Brown. And you. What's up, everybody? Uh, oh. You know what? You gotta, I gotta start drinking before. I start drinking right as we start, and I'm belching as I have to have to introduce the show. Could be a better way to start the I show. Guess it's, yeah, it's a good way to introduce the show. Welcome, everybody. We're back. South stands alive. We're uh, we're back another week. I said to Colin, let's let's keep this let's keep this good mojo keep flowing. This train two weeks in a row. That's right. Two weeks in a row. People were clamoring for it. Somebody said, "Oh, you should do a um, uh, you should do a Patreon and have people um, you know, pay you for." For shows, and I was like, "Bring, bring all the money you can, you can muster." I'm I'll on take that it. shit now. Are you? You got? It's Patreon? not as easy to get uh, people to donate as you would think, but no. I, I did get my first Patriots fan mm. donating me money. Wow! So that's like twice as much money. That that's like to me yeah, that, that dollar a month means more than uh, one dude gave me a hundred dollars. Wow! But then there's just a lot of people who don't. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Now, see, you could say you could you could just say I'm going to put all this stuff private, and you have to pay to get it. Right. You could go that route, but you're just kind of saying, "Hey, if you like this, give me some money." You know, totally. Yeah. Cool. I mean, it's it's like that. I, I should be I should put a paywall there, maybe. That then that would force people to do it, but then I just think a lot of people would be like, "Yeah, I don't fucking need this bullshit." So is this well, a, is this a GoFundMe kind of thing for entertainment? Or? Yes, it's kind of like that, except it's uh, it you you make a monthly donation. So you say I'll do three dollars a month, and then it automatically charges whoever donates to you, and the the website takes care of everything. Then they take a cut, and um, yeah, it's it's. And I would use that rather than YouTube for what reason? Uh, well, this is coming straight from the people who support you. And you, YouTube, with what they've done with their monetization is fucking just killing creators. So uh, even big name people who get a ton of views, they are getting lots of their videos demonetized for not having family-friendly content, whatever the fuck those parameters <laughs> are. And uh, people can't make as much money. And... I was never making a lot of money on YouTube, but the amount that it went down to is like I is really, really not a lot of it money. Is, yeah, so <clears throat> I'm hoping to kind of make that difference up with uh, Patreon or Patreon. Patreon. Well, here's here's an example. So there's a really good podcast I listen to. It's um, your Kickstarter sucks, 
and um, it's a uh, it's ju- they they just talk about Kickstarters and they they go off on tangents. It's really funny, dudes. Um, uh, Dog Boner and, and Bronze Hammer. I don't know if you follow them on Twitter. They're 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 those are the funniest dudes on fucking Twitter. I swear to God, they're great. There's something up on here, Colin. I need to make sure we're still recording. I can't get this thing off. It says review settings. Um, I'm going to accept whatever it is. Okay. Sorry. There we go. We're back. <laughs> um, so uh, I just had to make sure in case I was talking into, into the void. And uh, what they do is they have a podcast and they do this show. It's great. It's like, you know, hour long, whatever. And then they do bonus shows. And then if you subscribe to their, their Patreon, then you can get the bonus shows. So they give you bonus. And so if you give them, you know, five bucks a month, you get these other shows. So that's nice. how they do it. So you could do your, your normal stuff and then you could do a bonus one. Right. Dude, you could do it nude yes and then and then you could say hey you know um i'll pay you money to watch me naked <laughs> or something like that you know so the, that's how that's how people do that it's it's an interesting way to to make so some money. it's like chatterbait for comics basically chatterbait i don't know chatterbait it's the same thing only it's for porn girls oh, oh. and they and they can sit there they can sell their videos that way like right. you can buy this session in this session yeah or just watch me play with my twat on wow. the right. Wow. But right they, now, <laughs> yeah, there are like um, actual uh, sports journalists who started using uh, Patreon or Patreon. Patreon sounds like a robot. Is it, is it Patreon? It's Somebody, pa- I always hear this as Patreon. Okay, that that uh, started doing it, and because they couldn't make enough money as a journalist anymore, and this has basically become the way they they make their income. Gotcha. And uh, I think those people, you know, are making they they've got enough a big enough following to make five or six grand a month doing it. That's amazing. Um, to what, talk about sports. What the hell are we fucking doing? What's going on here, Colin? I don't know, man. Well, another one, real quick, um, and we can we can get on with it. This is just it's always fascinating to me how how people make money um, doing stuff that we've sat here you know for years and and given away for fucking free. But there's a great uh, fantasy hockey podcast I listen to out of out of Canada. They're really good. They do a show that you download for free, but then they have for their their patrons they have a, they have live chats and they do other things. This that is it, the Corolla model all over. It, yeah, well, and you just have stuff that hey, here's this free one, and then if you want this, so so then you know maybe we could do one where we take LSD and we get <laughs> naked, and then we film it, and then we just kind of let the camera, we just let it go, and we we'll see what happens. Then you got to pay to get that one. So anyway, I well, am the Lizard King. Well, anyway, welcome to the show, everybody. It's good to be back. It's great to have Brandon back with us. Um, we've got uh, you know we got th- there's always something to talk about, and I, I think we've only we recorded last week, so it was before the the uh the preseason game so we've had a preseason game which i kind of wish we had another preseason right. game to talk about so we're on the cusp of it because that one was underwhelming to oh say man i started least. recording it because i was i was gonna go run i said well, i'm gonna record it. i'm gonna watch every pass and then i started seeing on twitter and it was like oh this guy sucks this guy sucks and i was like i don't think i'm gonna watch that first <laughs> quarter i'm gonna jump right in and then and i did you know i was like Ugh. Well, if you watched the entire kyle Sloter portion you certainly were excited but uh beyond that there wasn't much to feel good about so what do you guys think is this just a is this a lost season can you can you call it now or do you think you got to wait a little bit i think you got to wait but if uh injuries keep happening on on the defensive side of the football then the team's gonna be fucked because the offense 
is entirely a question mark. It's questions on the line. It's questions at quarterback. It's questions at running back. It's questions at tight ends. And it's questions at receivers beyond Demarius Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders. And even them, you could look back to last season and say the the type of offense they're running wasn't conducive to big plays after the catch. So when one side of the ball is a complete fucking guess and you have the other side of the ball that is an absolute strength starting to get dinged up pretty severely early on, then I don't know. I, I'm not, I'm not optimistic, but I want to try to stay optimistic. <laughs> sure. Well, no, and I was going to write down in my, for the notes to prep for tonight's show, I was going to ask you, is it too early to make up your mind about that? I mean, I'm very pessimistic right now too, but as far as naming what I'm projecting their record to be, I give me another week, another two weeks, and then I'll be ready. Okay, so you're absolutely right. the The defense is is the strength. So if the defense is good, they stand a chance. So then I always think, well, the the offense has got to be better than last year. Got to be at least a little better, right? The offensive line's better, so they should be a little bit better. If it is, if it is old Trev back there, Gary Kubiak, bless his heart, is not there. He's not there. Um, they should on paper be better now of course everyone else is better too so they have to compete with that but it it should be fine but you're right i think you got to wait probably first couple games yeah the preseason you're not gonna know anything you don't know who the quarterback is so they got to probably get to into a first couple first few games um if the offense is putrid again though that's just they're never they're not going if you had to ask me right now if i had to commit right now i would say a six to seven win season and i think most people most people are kind of feeling about like that so it's not a whole lot to get excited about which means it's that much more important uh that the rockies give us as much enjoyment as they can the the other thing i think we kind of lose sight of is that both simeon and paxton lynch are learning another new offense and they both suck they're both fucking (laughs) crappy (laughs) shitty lucky to be on an nfl fucking roster quarterbacks am i wrong maybe you're not you're not you're not wrong you're not you're not exactly right either i think that they they are not good they're not showing they're good what, here's it was rumored that aj mccarron may be on his way here that their trade talks may be underway for aj mccarron broncos fans are like yes yes aj <laughs> mccarron like it was brett fucking Favre was gonna be here like i don't care if colin kaepernick oh, wipes his ass God. with an american flag sets no. it on fire and runs down the 16th street mall i want to be quarterback simulates masturbation and wipes it off on an american flag i don't care here's the thing about trevor simeon is i'm I'm sure he's serviceable, but he's barely holding off uh, Paxton Lynch, who can't seem to really seize control of the job and doesn't seem to kind of know what he's doing. So how bad is that? So the guy played the whole last season. He was the starter, and he's kind of barely holding back the guy who kind of sucks. Well, but that's mostly because the guy who drafted the guy that kind of sucks is kind of in charge of the whole kit and caboodle, and he doesn't want to see that draft pick. Yeah, I mean, I think bottom line is – Either one of those guys could turn out to be a decent quarterback. We really don't know. We haven't seen anything from them that's going to tell us, yes, get excited about these guys. But learning that position for most uh, for most people takes time. Sure. And it, that's, the I think, the hardest thing to do is to try to be patient and say, oh, yeah, one of these guys is going to develop into a good player, uh, especially when you don't know if – 
you give either one of those guys that time, they're going to be able to fulfill that promise of, of being a good NFL quarterback because it's so fucking hard to do. I, Unless I, you're the Indianapolis Colts who just, you know, have drafted better than anybody in NFL history and who for just, QBs. who just have a guy who can just jump in and get it done. If it, it's – I'm just wondering if um, if they're going – would be at the end of John Fox – I was I was all pissed off and I was like he just wasted this good team he wasted this good defense and uh, and and I feel that now he can't blame John Fox anymore are they going to waste another good a year of this good defense because the defense isn't going to be uh, you know elite forever hopefully they could keep going but they they're elite right now and they could be for the next year or so are they going to waste it? And that's the whole thing. If you could put that defense with a, with a halfway decent offense, then you've got something cooking. And I don't think they have that. Yeah. We don't know. I, I, after one preseason game, did it look good? No, but I think there are a lot of things there in that they're both learning a new offense. You've got a new offensive coordinator, new head coach who are, and a new quarterbacks coach. So they're trying to figure out which guys work where. And it's preseason. So they're not even really putting out the their full playbook, the full gamut of what they want sure. to do. And I'm not saying that once they do all those things that it'll work. But I'm just saying uh, I'm going to wait until the actual... Probably regular season at this, probably week four of the regular seasons <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. when I'll be able to say, okay, this team is shit, or hey, they have a chance to, to fight through this. I, I agree. I, I did say, I think I said last week, I said, uh, Lynch is going to get the chance to start the second game. And I said, I said, he'll, he'll, you know, he'll excel because he's, he's not a, you know, he's one of those guys that doesn't practice well, but he can get to a game and, and start slinging it. Um, he didn't do that last week. running like a girl. He didn't start doing He didn't do that last week. But if he, if he's with the starters, then he, if he, if he totally starts kicking ass, uh, when is that tomorrow night or is that Saturday? When Saturday. Saturday. And, uh, he starts kicking ass and I think he'll take control because they'll go, okay, he can get into a game and he can, and he can play well. He didn't do it this past week, but maybe he'll do it this week and get some separation. If he doesn't, then they just have to go with uh, Trev, I think, and just, and just try to ride it out and hope it just doesn't, people don't fall asleep watching the games. That's, that's, I think what, uh, what they're probably looking at. So it's always a drag. And I did actually during the preseason game. Did you? Yeah. I missed the whole on slaughter of Kyle. (laughs) It was really bad, man. It was really bad. I just, I didn't watch the end. So I guess that was kind of exciting, but I just was kind of like, God, I'm not, I'm not interested in this. And that's usually I'm, I'm, you know, at least interested in the first half of it of a, Broncos preseason game just to see how they look, but um, maybe I'm just trying to spare my my feelings. I don't know. No, it's I think it's hard when you don't have a a top ten caliber quarterback on your team. Oof. It just it really comes down to that. And I was really interested in it because I knew I was going to make a video after. I knew like I had to stay on top of it on Twitter because my fucking views count on that shit hell yeah so i was into it but i think the overall sort of attitude is a little bit it's more indifferent for for broncos football than it has been since i think you know kyle orton was here do the rockies play a role in that in you just based maybe, on the feeling you're getting maybe well that's a great topic maybe we could take a quick break and bring it back with that and uh discuss it because we can also talk about what training camp has uh training camp has done this year might might uh, dispel that uh, indifference but oh that's 
That's a good there point. There you go. See? So why don't we take a quick break? In the second quarter already, we're cruising. We're having a good time. Uh, and we will uh, get back to it right after this. I want to fuck her on the floor Among my books of ancient lore So I will make a full report Fantasy draft season is upon us, and fantasy season is right around the corner, and thank goodness for footballguys.com, an old sponsor of the fan cast, and now South Stands Live. They've been around. You'll be around. Sign up. It's like 30 bucks. You get the entire season, and uh, you get the Draft Dominator software. You get the rankings. You get the Audible with Cecil Lamy and Sigmund Bloom. You get more content then you can possibly use far more IDP leagues, auction leagues. It's all there. All the best experts in the entire industry at footballguys.com. Please subscribe and please tell them South Stand sent you. It's the questions. It's the questions, boy. It's the questions. It's the questions. Come on. It's the questions. It's the questions, boy. It's the questions. It's the questions. When will Donald Trump finally stop criticizing both sides and once and for all take a stand? Team Paxton or Team Trevor? Is John Elway sitting by the phone waiting for his answer? Now that Elway has a bust in the Pro Football Hall of Fame as quarterback of the Denver Broncos, is he determined to draft only busts as quarterback of the Denver Broncos? If the Broncos decide to go with Simeon, shouldn't they just skip all that football playing and pop in the tapes from last year? How many plays does Mike McCoy have in his offense which allow Trevor Simeon to pick up five quick and easy yards on third and seven? Would Roger Goodell rather discuss how many players are taking one knee during the National Anthem than discuss how many players are taking two knees during Born This Way by Lady Gaga? Uh, is Mark Schlereth relieved that he is now covering the NFL for Fox Sports so he can finally have an opportunity to talk about football? Does his radio partner Mike Evans also land a national role as body floating in river on NCIS. You have questions. We have answers. SouthStandsDenver.com, Colorado's finest internet sports talk since 1971. Overproduced by Martin Hannett, take four. Fuck off!
It's a classic. That takes me back. To like, it's awesome. Age it's 14. Say, they say produced by Martin Hannett. Yeah. Wow. Martin, yeah. Martin Hannett's the guy who produced all the Joy Division New Order stuff. Well, he produced Nazi Punk Fuck Off also. That's a classic Dead Kennedys song. Totally classic. Yeah. And uh, it's never been more appropriate than today. It's like torn from today's headlines. Um, so the whole Juggalo thing is happening. The Juggalos have said they're going to they're going to they're going to uh meet They're going to take on the all right. The Dude, Juggalos. So. Li- listen. Oh, that was, that, that was real? That's real. Oh no, it's real. Yeah. There so there are there, there I didn't are, see this. There are conferences or there are gatherings as it were uh, scheduled in Washington D.C. in September for both the Juggalos and a big a big alt right convention schedule there as well at the same time and uh, um, Juggalo uh, uh, Juggalo Jack D Wagner said on Twitter I saw this I saw this clipped out and reposted uh, you proud boys better stay home our family carries hatchets not mace <laughs> whoop whoop so that's the general feeling. Heading into that experiment, so that should be good. I will put my money on the Juggalos. Oh yeah, Juggalos are hard, bro. Oh yeah, yeah, and they're not going to put up with that shit. Fago. Yeah, they don't. They don't put up with that. They're going to put up with that. No, because well, the ju- but- the Juggalos are accepting of everyone, and if you're if you're down with the clown, they don't care who you are. But those those Nazis can uh, they can fuck off. But speaking of being down with clowns, where the fuck did these guys come from, John? You remember? Okay, our upbringing in the late nineties. What was it all about? It was about what we just heard in that song. It was about taking down Nazis everywhere yep. you went. Boulder. Colorado Springs, Denver, we were all doing the same thing. We were beating up Nazis. And locally, what they did is they all hit out as rockabilly dudes. That yes. was called that was called the skinhead retirement plan. You get a boof on yep. haircut. They change into rockabilly you, dudes. You drive, a, you drive a Mercury and you put on a jean jacket. And that's where Dan Ashley and all those guys that used to oh, jack shit Jesus. up around here all went. They all went into the rockabilly scene because they couldn't be seen. The white supremacists and the skinheads could not be seen anymore. So what the fuck happened? They, How are they back? They don't, I thought they were gone for good. We'd never see them Colin, again. They don't ever go away. They're like cockroaches. Oh if, if, if there's one, there's a thousand. At least they're down there and not in Colorado. No, well, they're here. But here's what, here's what I think happened. They don't show their faces around here, you've got, you've got, You've got... I know they're there. You've got actual Nazis. You've got people that are, that are all into that. And then you've got kind of what are called the ironic Nazis. And this was a this makes up a lot. These are the guys who can't stand feminists, who are like really upset that um, that when when people like get like overly PC and they get really aggravated by it, and uh, they they like the idea of that kind of fascism, so they don't have to like have a have a woman tell them what to do. But they so they've kind of like bred this whole underground that's furthered this. But that's not what we saw in that Vice News report down there in Charlottesville. Those were Nazi Nazis. No, yeah, that was. No, that's that's crazy. No, they, no, that's what I'm saying. There's, there's those, but then they're they're bolstered by this by this weird nerd Nazi thing that's going on too. That are like the gamer nerds who like uh, started the whole Gamergate thing. You know about that? That's what kicked this whole fucking thing off because they they were upset that a woman was like calling them out for being like um, chauvinist or misogynist. And so this whole thing and the internet has definitely helped this along too, or or hurt, which however you want to look at it. And I think it just has 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 bolstered the whole thing so now the real nazis can come out of the shadows and say hey let's fucking march with a swastika a swastika flag look i 
if you're racist, that's fine. That's your business, okay? You can be racist. You can be. But you can, we lost a lot of lives fighting those symbols. Exactly. And I think when some people show up with that, they deserve to be smashed. They deserve to be smashed, and they deserve to be fucking sent packing. And everyone's just like, "Oh, this is of you know the 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 intolerant left." And it's like, no, fuck Nazis. You want to be racist? That's cool. You can do that on your time. If you're not affecting anyone else, that's fine. You can have your beliefs. But when you're marching with a swastika flag. That needs to be stopped. But, okay, let me ask you this. Is it the same with uh, all, these, all these Confederate statues and all the Confederacy stuff? I've heard people say, well, you wouldn't leave up a statue of Hitler. Is it the same to you, in your mind's eye, the, the Confederate stuff and the, and the Nazi stuff? And is this a blemish that needs to be removed, or is it part of American the, history? The Confederate stuff and the Nazi stuff is kind of one and the same. If you're riding around with a... You, your ba- your Nazi flag is is your Confederate flag because you can't if you're not quite there where you can put a Nazi a Nazi symbol up you put a Confederate symbol up because you're kind of saying the same thing. I'm not black, so I can't. Look, I look at a Confederate statue. I'm like, yeah, whatever. But that's not that doesn't that didn't affect me at all. So I can see where people are like, I don't want to be reminded of this every day. So fuck those guys. And they were, they, they were basically a rebellion. So why are they being honored all the time? They shouldn't be. Now I get if they want to put them in a museum, because they fought in a war and they were war. Heroes. If people want to go to a museum and they want to look at that stuff, that's totally fine. They can put that there, but it's, it's, I mean, it's, the shit we in the North were doing was not real nice. either. That's, that's, but that's the whole slippery slope. And you can say, well, this happened and this happened. Sure. A lot of shit happened but the whole fucking country is founded on some pretty shitty uh, shit. right you could you could draw lines to every every area every state every president politician back then and by today's standards they would all be a bunch of fucking assholes oh, yeah. right it's not like it's not unlike pro sports you don't want to peel the layers away too far and because you right. don't want to know what's really going on and up there, I think I think it's I think it's weird that the, there are still mon- Confederate monuments up. I know when I was at the the Fourth of July this year, we do it. We go to Gunnison up in the mountains. We do it every year. It's kind of like our tradition or whatever. And or whatever uh, is right. <laughs> and uh, tradition, you, you know, they they have like a giant American flag thing that they put in the middle of the street. It's all closed off. It's I'm not. I don't consider myself super patriotic, but it's like it's cool. Like you, sure, you you try to take a moment to say, okay, let me just think about what some of this stuff means. And this year, there was a truck with a giant Confederate flag just sitting in the parking lot next to all these people who are there to kind of celebrate this one thing. And I saw it, and it it just it it made me feel bad inside that that was able to just be displayed there when it was the complete opposite message sure of what i would assume most people this is gunnison you're up in the mountains there's you know there's a lot of fucking rednecks and hillbillies and hicks or whatever you want so i'm sure there's a bunch of different beliefs of you know what people think a big spectrum but it felt so out of place to me but then seeing what just recently happened it's like me you got to realize that there are more people than we probably think who have these distorted views of how we should be functioning as a society. Sure. And, and, and like I said, that's their right. They can have that. But as soon as they start marching and they start, uh, start organizing, fuck that. That's a bunch of shit. 
And if, so, what about the whole freedom of speech angle? If if if, if, I, I'm if, if I said if I said I'm forming a group, Brandon, you and I are forming a group, Brandon, and we're we want to eradicate um, people who sell scooters. We want to wipe them off the fucking face right. of the planet because they're fucking scumbags. Okay, we're mm. gonna go have a rally downtown. Okay, and um, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna preach the word and how we want scooter uh, merchants to die. And um, so so I'm gonna get up there and start talking, and I. And I hope maybe some people, you know, take up the cause and kill some scooter merchants. Now, Colin, if you find that offensive and you wanted to stop down and, and voice your opinion, um, it'd be know. weird if Colin goes there to support you. <laughs> it'd be weird. That would yeah, be my be, first question. It'd be real weird. So um, I don't. I don't think we should support. I don't think it should be supported or allowed. It's. I think it's. It's the exact opposite of what every other group that that forms. There, all the other groups are trying to fight for some form of equality, right? Yes. This is the one that is fighting for. No, we want to. We want to we kill want, anybody who's basically not white. Kill Jews. Kill, kill blacks. Jews. Kill. And that that's was, that's what it is. That's not thing, mince words. That's and what this it is. is. Maybe just ah. ignorance on my part. Uh, the watching that Vice documentary and the first thing ah, you yeah. you see about the, those people down there. Is the the strong hate they have for for Jews? For for me, for whatever reason, in my mind, I, I just assume they would have kind of moved past that by now. Yeah. <laughs> like, how many Jews do they know? These, these are all people seeking an identity. Well, I, right. No, I, know, and, I I get that, but it was just a little surprising to me. On, I guess, if you squ- they're a veneer. If you scratch away that veneer, what you have in America is. A white middle class that does feel threatened by everything that happens. Right. Everything that happens. Tough shit, Whitey. Absolutely. And I feel the same way. However, Tough shit, snowflakes. I think, I think it's important that if we're going to get all this shit figured out, we have to be able to look at people's perspectives and at least make sense of them. And when we refuse to do that... Because we're just going to say you're an idiot. That's all. That's it. Oh, then we're then I think we're failing ourselves. If if I got up and went went downtown, let's say let's let's put aside our our scooter merchant killing thing for a little bit. Let's okay. let's forget just about for now. That, okay, that's a good cause, let, but let, let, it's a good one. Yeah. What if I just went down and said, "Hey, look, uh, immigration needs to be fixed. I don't think anyone should be allowed in the country. No offense to anybody. Um, I just think they should stop, and we you, you know we should just keep people out, and that and that's it. You know." Um, you can make a point that may, might be rooted in some might could be rooted in some racism or whatever. You can make these issues um, be known without resorting to being like, "Hey, we're fucking Nazis," and then also we want to kill oh, more absolutely. Jews. Absolutely, and yeah, that's no, the problem sure. is that they're not. And so, so when instead of going like, "Hey, look, immigration's a real fucking problem. We should solve it, and we should stop people from coming in." Blah 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 blah. If they just did it that way, that's fine. And you can have a controversial opinion, and that's you should be able to express that. But when when these guys are out there, they have they have uh, they have one agenda, and that's to fucking white okay, people. Okay, so out. if the Nazi punks want to kill everybody, what do you what, how then what, frame it up? What do you think about people who are just white supremacists, not? Anything else? Are they organizing? Are they are they out? Are they out uh, getting people to their cause and beating up black guys not, in parking not, garages? Not beating people up, but trying to establish unity in the same way as Black Power is the same way as Black Lives Matter. 
And it, but that is perceived if white people do that, that is perceived as racist. But it's different because Black Lives Matter was a reaction to cops killing uh, black guys. And they were saying, hey, stop killing us. The white and, people are like these, going. These white people are saying, we're losing our middle class status. Yeah, 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 we would yeah, like to on. kill you. In our yeah, jobs. Yeah, yeah. And we would. We, listen, we, we street if we We're not Nazis. There's three white men in this room. Okay. Now, and, and I try not to be flip about this to people I don't know or online, but it's like, hey, I'm a fucking white guy. I, I got it made. Do you believe in the white privilege thing? Fuck yeah. Totally. Oh, God, yeah. Hell yeah. Dude, I can do, I can do whatever I want. And cops not going to really look twice. He's not going to look twice at me. And um, and, and that's, that's not been my experience. Necessarily, it's, no, but, no, uh, true, no, no, true. I've had run-ins with cops, and they've been they've been dicks. But I have certainly been treated differently because of my skin color than people who don't look like me. So I look at it that I go, hey, rest of you fucking crybaby white guys, just get over it because you got it made. Um, you you have it you have it all there on a platter for you. Everyone else has to fucking has to work around some things like skin color and stuff like that. I just see white guys crying about that and I kind of go like, hey man, you know what? If you wanted to do something, you should have done it 60 years ago because now if they were to drive down East Colfax uh, into Aurora on a three o'clock on a Wednesday, they would see a very different world and they don't live in that world. They don't realize that this is the world as it is now. And so them crying about it and going, oh, this is happening. It's like, no, you're white. You have it all on a platter. Fucking go get it. I just I think there's a there's a desire to preserve a lifestyle. And I'm not advocating for this. I'm playing devil's advocate, and it's so far worked out well because you've said such brilliant things. But Thank you. That, <laughs> Thank you. But uh, I think that that's what the under layer of what those Nazis represent is really feeling is just kind of crowded out, threatened, lifestyle yeah, threatened, communities threatened. It's, it's misdirected anger or insecurity or whatever the fuck it is. That's, that's the outlet they've chosen to try to reckon with, I think, who they are or whatever their personal struggles are, right? Smart! And it's, it's the most <laughs> fucked up way to do it. But I think, like, if you're trying to understand, to me, that's what I believe it is. It's, I'm always listen, trying to understand, wait, bro. Wait, get, a, get a song queued up because we just blew it the second quarter. But I just, I just Maybe wanted, you did. I just wanted to say What that they should really fear is technology. That's who's taking their jobs. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, it's, it's, um, and you know, and the thing is, they think they're running out of white people. And it's like, well, yeah, you could get humping and make more white people. But the problem is, the people who are doing that are not the choice white people. They, all these white supremacists, they are not the people you want having more kids. No, they're no. not the ones. And the people who you want to have more kids who are educated and smart, they're not having they're not more having kids. kids. Yeah. So it's just the world will change eventually. And it's just something that, you know what? You got to get used to it. So get over it, snowflakes. Let's uh, take a quick break. We'll get into the second half right now. Happy death birthday, Elvis.
knows I'm calling him. He thought I was calling him in half, 45 minutes ago, but... Okay. Sportique is where scooters come from, and autumn is a wonderful time to visit. Why? Because it's the best time of the year to ride. Crisp evening temperatures. Oh, my gosh. Leave your car at home. Jump on the Gen Z 2.0 fully electric motor scooter from Sportique, the exclusive dealer in the Denver area, and you won't believe how plush and enjoyable this machine is 50 cc machines park them at a bike rack you don't need a motorcycle endorsement the best way to get to the game the best way to get in the game with sportique where scooters come from demagogic point of view, nativist, anti-immigrant, racism, bigotry that he appeals to, um, and I think we need to look to the past. He's a Nazi Trump. He's a Nazi Trump. When did this get made? What is it? Recent. It's a, it's a candy war pop. Uh, Trump is a Nazi. Yeah, it's got. It sounds like it was made in the fucking eighties, but it's, uh, it's got a little Jello Biafra kind of. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like that. Um, not lost on the makers of the song, I'm sure. And that was yeah, that was one of the things that people said after Trump was elected is, I hope this leads to a lot more great punk rock music. Yeah, I guess. I, I just don't. I just don't know. I, I guess he doesn't give a fuck, and he's just like, "Hey, fuck it." This, these people got oh, me th- in. I think he cares. I think he's. I think he is utterly crushed, and I think he will be crushed. Whoa. I think he is going to be a ruined man. I don't think he wanted to be president. Oh, no, no, he, he no, just, no, no, no. He he would have been able to milk this and go like, "Oh, crooked Hillary cheated me out of an election, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go and speak," and he's like, "Get million dollars a pop for it," and he could have made even no, more. This money. shit is bumming him out so hard. Oh yeah, so and he's going to be remembered as one of the biggest buffoons in world history, and that's got to be a weight oh, to ridiculous. bear. They I mean, took- he was already one of the biggest buffoons in world history, and now he's going to be really one of the they, biggest. Buffoons. They took down. Why aren't you? Aren't we going to get? To, aren't we going to get Ace Broncos reporter Ian Henson on the phone? I think so. I think he's, we're going to get. He's out there in San Francisco. Okay, Santa we, get, Clara. We, we can ask him some questions and uh, and maybe corroborate what we talked about in the first part. Um, the um, the I just think that like you know he he had all this stuff planned for after the election when he was going to lose and he didn't didn't get to do it and um, he had a plan B but he never made a plan A no yeah the plan A wasn't <laughs> wasn't good it wasn't even supposed to happen so um, but it's it's funny because I just think that uh, his um, his his whole demeanor you know it's just like it just gets worse and worse every day and I just think he doesn't want to be there and I I don't want him to be there I think he can just. Uh, he can he can pack it in as far as I'm concerned. So, do speaking we, of people who can pack it in, oh <laughs> boy, is this? Do we do we? <laughs> is this? Is do we do we have Ian on the phone? Hi, John. How's it going, buddy? Solid. Can you hear me? All right. I'm yelling yeah, across can, the table. We got Brandon yeah. Perna with us here tonight, also Ian. Hi, uh, Ian. Oh, li- nice. Live from Santa Clara, California, everybody. Our man on the scene, the Orange Page, none other than Ian Henson. Hi, everyone. This is this is really a technological miracle. I don't. We've only had only a few people call in before, and I think you're like the third person. So it's really it's really good to have you. I offered to do this on television. So, you, well, okay. <laughs> oh, is that what it does? He promised you a, a, um, some some TV time. <laughs> no, um, 
I, 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 I get how difficult it can be to put these things together. So how, by any means necessary, it's not. He just plugged his phone in. It's fine. We could probably we could have done it any time. So hey, so uh, what's going on out there, buddy? We were just we were talking in our first quarter about uh, how bad the quarterbacks suck and uh, how disappointed we all are and how we think it's uh, all going down in flames. What do you think? No, I don't think what you're hearing from from the San Francisco side of reporters is is odd. I think. Um, and what that is is that the Broncos quarterbacks are laughably bad, correct? Laughably bad. Brian Hoyer is better. Brian Hoyer is is a good quarterback, I, I, especially when he's with Mike Shanahan. He would look really remember, good on this team. <laughs> well, if you remember, if you remember Kyle Shanahan when he co- when he coached the Cleveland Browns, Brian Hoyer had a had like true five incredible games, and then last season and then he tore his ACL, Brian, right? Right, exactly, and uh, and that's that was with he had Josh Gordon, he had. Uh, Gary Barnage, but it's not as if he has these extraordinary people in San Francisco either. Jeremy Curley's really good. Um, Demarius Thomas had a really good day today, and that's credit to Paxton Lynch for the most part. But there was a there's inexplicable red zone thing where Trevor Simeon. I mean, this is this this literally sums up the Broncos' decision. Uh, five snaps from five snaps for Paxton Lynch. Five snaps for um, Trevor Simeon in the red zone. Trevor Simeon goes five of five does not score a touchdown hmm. from the red zone. So he got a first down. That's our Trevi. <laughs> and then Paxton Lynch goes two of five with two touchdowns. That's our Paxton. So, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the decision you're making as the Denver Broncos. No, I, made a, like, I made a joke a, a couple of episodes ago. I said, uh, I said uh, would the Broncos rather have a quarterback with the downside of Paxton Lynch or the upside of Alex Smith, and that's basically that's basically where I see this as being. So, so Ian, if let's say Paxson, you know, comes out, he's a starter uh, when they play the 49ers, If he plays well, better than he did before, isn't that better than what Simeon's put out there? The difference between them in the Chicago game was they had one snap. Trevor Simeon had one snap more than Paxson Lynch. Paxson Lynch had. Two more incompletions than Trevor Simeon. Trevor Simeon was sacked, and Paxton Lynch ran for 11 yards, I believe. He averaged 2.8 yards per carry, which was more than Stephen Ridley. Stephen Ridley averaged 2.1 yards per carry. So I think the decision's possibly been made. Even You saw Mike Cliss. He had that kind of random tweet that, for whatever reason, I don't think Patrick Smythe worded correctly for him, (laughs) or maybe he had to write one on his own. And... (laughs) It didn't quite make sense what he was saying, but I think he might have been saying that Paxton Lynch is probably the the leader to start against Green Bay uh, next week, which would be our third game, and you'd see the first team probably take it at least three quarters of that game, and that's most likely your starter for the rest for the regular season. I don't think that Paxton has it in him to separate himself against the 49ers, though. So it's just a really interesting time to be a Denver Broncos fan because you're like neither one of these guys is going to be bad. Neither one of these guys is going to be awful. Uh, they're both going to be mediocre, probably. And and Paxton Lynch has the higher upside. You know, you're looking at a top 16 quarterback, regardless of whether it's Simeon or Paxton Lynch this, this season. I'd so, say top 24 if you're lucky, pal. <laughs> well, you've got to remember I'm serious, that. I'm not joking. Mike McCoy has a really, really incredible way with one receiver per, per year. Keenan Allen was putting up numbers last year prior to his injury that that hadn't been hadn't been touched in a while uh he just i think he only lasted like three or four weeks though but that's with the group philip rivers though 
that's what the great Philip Rivers. But you got Mr. Consistency, Trevor Simeon, uh, who's going to probably Mr. Consistently the- <laughs> three yards short of a first down. Good job. Right. <laughs> so, um, so where do you where do you see it? Like we were t- we were talking earlier, and there was a lot of doom and gloom. Either one of them, they're gonna. You think they're about even, basically. Um, maybe maybe Paxson's got a little more upside because he can throw the ball, of you know, a little farther and not yeah. not come up short on a third down. Um, I mean, what what do you think? I mean, do you think they do you think they're gonna be like you know a crappy record? Do you think they're gonna they're gonna win the AFC West? What's what's the what's the story? I hadn't. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna throw you guys a curveball here because I had thought maybe nine and seven for the Broncos this season, okay. possibly 10 and six. If something went really, really, really went their way. However, I was giving them two wins because of Jamal Charles. I think Jamal Charles mm-hmm. is worth two wins to your, to your team. However, on top of my other, however, I think that, uh, once I saw Jamal Charles in training camp, I was like his first play of training camp and team exercises was a dump off from Paxton Lynch that Jamal Charles ran 50 yards. Wow, and they've they've really been kind of keeping the lid on that dude, and I think that might be. I was saying earlier in the show, actually, I think they may be, or no, it was before we went yeah. on Mike. I think they're I think they're hiding him. They're I don't know. Yeah, they, and they're definitely not exposing him. And I mean, the plays that he's going to get get against Green Bay, he's going to come in in relief of C.J. Anderson. He might be a third down back. And regardless of whether Lynch or Simeon is your quarterback, they're going to be throwing it to Jamal Charles almost as often as possible. If he's on the field six plays, he's going to get three targets, four targets. He's he's not their third down back this year, I don't think. I think that's still Booker. Booker had a 4.7 yards per carry average uh, in the first six weeks of last season. That was in relief of C.J. Anderson. And then he kind of just plateaued once C.J. Anderson went out and the defense started keying on Booker. They were able to stop him. His yards per carry average went down to like 2.3. But a 4.7 yards per carry average on third down, that's that's really good. And uh, I don't think the Broncos are going to give that up this season. They're going to keep C.J. Anderson in as long as they can and keep him on a probably, I, I don't know, he's probably going to have 20 touches per per week. And then you got Jamal Charles taking five and Booker taking five. And you have Henderson who could probably do two or three. What, what if the Broncos play Trevor Simeon on first and second down with C.J. Anderson <laughs> and Jamal Charles and then put in Paxton Lynch and Devontae Booker or D'Angelo Henderson on third downs only? Third down. Brandon, do you remember? Do you remember the Sean Moore, Tommy Maddox game uh, in the Reeves era? No, I was a little long young. time ago. I, I remember he, all, all. I remember about Tommy Maddox is him getting drafted and then him playing really well for a couple games for the Steelers. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> so Tommy, Tommy Maddox was. This is around the year. I think it was. The Broncos tried to trade John Elway to the Washington Redskins. I don't remember the year ninety. Two ninety three, ninety four. Every now and then, what's his name from the NFL Network? Charlie Casserly, who's who was the GM at the time, will bring it up. But uh, that was the that was the year. I think it was that year or the next year where Dan Reeves drafted Tommy Maddox, and then Tommy Maddox was not quite cutting it. John Elway was injured, and Dan Reeves alternated series between Sean Moore, who was their third string quarterback, and Tommy Maddox, who was their who was their second string quarterback. And it would be like one series of Maddox, one series of Moore, one yeah, series I don't of Maddox. One that at all. It was not great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a horrible plan. It's terrible. But uh, but it, but it's time to bring it back. Well, listen, Ian. Before we let you go, and we are we are gonna we are gonna cut you loose here quick because we're getting to the end of a quarter. But uh, I wanted to ask you before I let you go because I do consider you a connoisseur. Um, uh, it, apparently, um, 
Hooters has made the decision to change their name to Hoots, and they're going to focus their marketing uh, decisions on the food rather than the women, and the, the gals are now going to wear a more conservative uh, standard T-shirt style um, get-up, and uh, gone are the gone is the cleavage. And the reason they cited was that millennials report to be uh, less interested in breasts than than men of our age, and that we are becoming a booty culture. Well, hold and on, Ian. I wanted to Ian, get your Ian, feedback. Ian, are you you're a millennial? I can't remember. I know you're. I, I'm, you're a, I'm definitely a millennial. Okay, that's right. Yeah, you're younger than Colin. I think. Right. I so think. Are the, we are we a booty culture? Booty culture. Uh, I think booty is. Yeah, I think we are booty culture. However, I would take into account that millennials know how to use the internet, so they search for exactly what they want. Ooh. They're not. They're not. It's not. When when millennials were coming up on the internet, we literally only knew one term for boobs. So we said we typed boobs into our search engine, and that's what we got. And now we know exactly what we're interested in. So we're no longer typing in boobs. We're typing in specifically what you're interested in. We're not we're not putting our our VC our our VHS tapes on EP and recording six <laughs> hours of porn to it. <laughs> <laughs> that, that whatever we can get <laughs> that too. I, I think i i probably traumatized whoever picked up my little uh my lion king uh vhs <laughs> in a garage sale Ugh, gross. oh did i not take that out of there <laughs> that's good stuff <laughs> the hey, front case hey ian um i know we're gonna see you for the no we're not gonna see you for the draft never mind but come see us sometime soon and come I'll- sit in with us I will. I'd love to. And and we need the trophy. So um, I, yeah, I'm getting you the trophy. The trophy's in Denver. Okay, I'm good. just not. All right. Well, you you get that to me. We'll we'll arrange it. I can come find you sometime. But uh, yeah. Thanks for thanks for calling in uh, for us and giving us the scoop. We appreciate it. Thanks for having us, Brandon. Thanks for uh, thanks for the questions and thanks, Colin and John. And you know, Scott, if Scott's there, I don't Scott's, know if Scott's not there. there, he would have he uh, would have said hi. So at the orange right. page, yeah. everybody. All right, buddy. Thank you. <laughs> Bye, guys. Well, that was some good. Uh, that was some good insight into the into your Broncos. You know what's well, you know, funny? I think it's cool. You got somebody live. There. Yeah, now, I normally like that. we don't. You know, kind of do that. We no, don't normally have people call that, in. That but, was a good idea because if he's there and he's he's watching know, what's sure. going on, because people don't know. We'll we'll take a break. So get a song queued up. People, do, I was listening to a fantasy podcast by dudes that know what they're fucking talking about. Like these are these are sharp football guys. They repeated just the bullshit line. Like, they were like, yeah, you know, Trevor Simeon isn't very good, but, um, you know, he's probably got the job because um, Paxton Lynch has just been terrible in, in, in training camp so far. And I was like, wait a minute. That's not exactly what I've heard and what I've, what I've read. Everyone said, like, ah, Trevor would have a good day. Paxton have a good day. They was kind of even the whole time. So the whole national narrative of it is just that, oh, Paxton Lynch sucks. And it's like, I don't think that's the case. And I don't think people realize that he's probably probably better, has more upside than, than Trevor Simeon does if he could just get his head out of his ass. That's the main thing. Get your head, get your head out of your ass. That's Sometimes the, it's hard, though. Your head's up there. It's warm. It's comfortable. Just lay it down. Just take a nap. You know the smells, you know? It's just like... <laughs> It's Plato's Cave, really. Oh, it is. Oh, yeah. Love it. The groove, you mean? Yeah, that too. Um, oh, it's Madonna's birthday, too. Happy birthday, Madonna. Yeah, Wait, yeah. Elvis died on Scott the, would be on proud the day you, right? Madonna yeah. was born? Yeah. Yeah. Did you mean to do that? I, yes, I did mean to do that. I'm, I'm <laughs> trying to do not. the best I Come can, on. Scott. Come on. No, I did mean to do that. You did? Okay, yeah, it's her birthday. She died She died the minute Elvis died. It's weird. Like, it she, is insane. She died right as Elvis died. She, I didn't believe in God as, until as, this moment. As he is the last breath exited his fat body she went oh 
his soul <laughs> she, his soul went into that baby as it was as it was delivered she so. was born and had a baby orgasm at the same time <laughs> that's what it sounded like uh, let's get into the fourth quarter we'll have to cover all the bases so we'll be right back Oh, man, Mutiny Information Cafe is not just the greatest place in the world to pour through some used books, to pour through record albums and comic books. It's the best place in town to have a goddamn cup of coffee. I'm telling you, you cannot beat. They got Pablo's coffee. They brew it right. They know what they're doing. And check it out. Ice coffee with ice cubes made of coffee. It doesn't take a genius, people. It just takes the geniuses at Muni Information Cafe, a proud sponsor of the show since the beginning. Matt Megacy, a friend, a designer, a great pal, and the operator of this unique Denver institution. If you're shopping for a gift, if you want to go somewhere and relax, unwind for an hour, have a nice coffee, and look at visual stimulation like you won't find anywhere else it's mutiny information cafe right at the corner of ellsworth and broadway and please ask for matt and tell him the south stand sent you Gotta drop the clip, these Nazi zombies are coming too quick No time to waste, we gotta kill these fools We can't survive if we follow the rules Rule one, put your back to the wall Rule number two, don't trip and fall Rule number three, be accurate Straight aim for the dome wow. of the clip I didn't know Eminem did a Nazi zombie song Nazi zombie suit, my Nazi It's amazing what you find when you search a little bit, can't the term my Nazi ways. I hate the Nazis, so do you Let's kill them all and avenge the Jews Tell them dead and I'm thinking You're talking about the David Bowie song I don't know, we're talking about that on mic? Yeah, no, no, it was off mic the uh, China girl, he talks about stumbling around, visions of swastikas in his head. Visions of swastikas in my head. Plans for everyone. It's like weird. People have weird. People have had weird, like a like kind of like Nazi phases, like where they've got like kind of like into them, you know, like. Sex Pistols wore like fucking swastika shirts and stuff, you know, and it's it's the shock thing. And that's what I was going to say earlier. That if you've seen the video where the dude, he's getting, <laughs> these guys are about to attack him because he's got the white polo on and he's got like a Trump hat and he like runs and he takes it all off. And, and, and he's like, I'm not, I'm, I'm just, I was just kidding around. And he's like standing there and he's like this kind of like chubby white guy. Have you seen this? Oh, it's awesome. No, I saw the, the link to click on it, but I did not. And click. he's like, he's like, I'm not, I just, I just was here to have fun. And he's like, I'm not in. He's like, man, it's like those guys really scared the shit out of me. And he was like, I, I just, I just wanted to be an asshole. And you know, and I was like, that's like a little lot of people are just like, I love fucking with people because they love do it. They love doing it on the internet for the last ten years, and they decided to go out, go forth, and do right. it in person. And they realize, oh, someone's gonna punch me in the fucking face, right? And someone's gonna hit me with something because I'm being an asshole that I usually would online, and now I can't do it in front of people. So I hope they get hit in the fucking face. That's that's why I. I I don't go to to protests or I've never been like 
so passionate about being on one side because I would be that person who rips off his clothes and cowers <laughs> away. Like, no, 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 I'm just kidding, guys. <laughs> <laughs> well. Like, like a- anytime you see somebody do something really, like, pussy-like like that, I'm like, I kind of could relate to that guy. <laughs> I could be that guy. You know, it's funny because we went right back into that, and then the the great sports conversation we had off mic. I thought that was part of the show, and it wasn't. So yeah. I forgot about that. But uh, did you hear what Chick Fil A is doing? I did. Yes, That's but, but re- recap it. Wait, yeah, I just Chick- talked about Chick Fil A in uh, my video today. Oh, they're good. I mean, Chick Fil A is delicious. Is this about the Falcons? Yes. yes. The Falcons. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So they're gonna the have story is great. They're gonna have eight home games, and they're they're putting a Chick Fil A. They're installing one in. That's gonna be great for the fans to grab a quick bite. Just one problem. Uh oh. Seven out of those, or six out of those seven home games, or seven of eight, are gonna be on Sundays, and they're gonna close. The Chick-fil-A. For the Lord's so Day. It's going to be open one day during one the entire day. season. So I talked about this because uh, I made fun of that situation, But obviously. it makes perfect sense because that you're making fun of the situation. <laughs> and right. we're making fun of the situation. Right. And it's just a kiosk. It's not like it's a whole restaurant. It's just a kiosk. So the rent money on that place is well spent because... Everyone's going to talk about it. Well, yeah. And they're going to go on national TV to the empty stand. They're going to say, oh, Chick-fil-A. Nobody's getting Chick-fil-A today. It's Sunday. Oh, so maybe a brilliant marketing move. Absolutely. There's no Thursday night game for the Falcons. There's one. one uh, Is it a Thursday or a Monday? It's a Thursday night game. They probably probably have a Monday night game, but not at home. Oh, gotcha. So So. my question was, though, how many events are going to be at that stadium that are not football games. Well, you're going to have monster trucks, monster trucks. <laughs> Absolutely monster trucks. Maybe they play soccer super, games there. Supercross, maybe. Supercross. Yeah. Like, uh, I didn't do the research on it. I wonder how much Chick-fil-A is Roses. I'm guessing they just they just said, let's slap up a sign, throw, throw a counter up there. We don't have to do anything. And like you said, it'll be great, it'll be great advertising. It, the, the fact that it's closed will make it that much better. Because the people who are loyal to Chick-fil-A for the very reason that they're closed on Sunday will go, yes, look at that. They're standing behind our values despite the huge financial costs. Sieg Heil. They'll finish it off with that. (laughs) Um, that, Hell yeah. That's awesome. Chick-fil-A is delicious. It, I, I, it's the best goddamn thing. It, it is really good. I, I, even though you know, they, I taste the hate in each bite, but it is fucking, it is so good. He um, has done a good job reaching out to the guests. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Kathy? Kathy. His name's you know, Kathy. You know, they absolutely have. Yeah, yeah. He met with, uh, he, he spent several days meeting with, um, with an advocate from the LBGT yeah, community. Yeah, you, know, you know what that means. <laughs> 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 you know that no, means. he really did. He really yeah, did. Yeah, he did. I didn't know that. Yeah, his name's Kathy. Yeah, yeah I made Kathy. fun of him today yeah, as well. And, and I learned uh, his he, name. He actually did. Dan he, Kathy. Da- no, is it Dan? David. I thought it was Cat. I thought his, his first name was no. Kathy. His last name's Kathy. Okay, that would be weird if it's Kathy. Kathy. Ah, Kathy. Ah, Kathy. Is it ah, Kathy? Kathy. And uh, yeah, he did. He reached out to the uh, to the to, to no millennial got that reference by the way. To Ack. Ack. Did you get that? Did you get Ack? You didn't get Ack. See, you never seen Kathy, the comic. Kathy? Oh, well, she always said ack. Ack! <laughs> She's like, oh, all this chocolate's going to go right to my hips. Ack! <laughs> that's, that's Kathy for you. Um, so, yeah, he reached out and he said, hey, and he spent time with the guys and he was like, he was like, I totally, you know, I, I understand. He goes, you know, I, I still, you know, I still have my beliefs, but I'm not going to donate to these hate groups, which I was like, good enough for me. Let me eat that damn chicken. 
I was like, good enough. Nice. Good job, guy. See, I, like, I didn't you. know any of that. I yeah, wish yeah. I would have. Because I... He reached out. He was concerned about the company's image. Uh, yeah, he reached I, out. Once I saw that, it was green light to go down to Chick-fil-A. I was like, oh, I'm back, Interesting. Baby. Yeah, yeah. So so he kind of made amends for it. I'm sure they're, you know, they still they still hate the gays. With He's the like, I still passion. don't think you should get married, but I'm not going to fund the opposite of that. Uh, exactly. I'm not going to fund hey, people to hunt step. you down and that's kill you. That's a half a step in the right direction, though, it's I good, guess. It's good enough for me to eat that damn chicken. So um, I also said that chicken was overrated though so you guys Whoa, might have a problem what's better with that. what's better i don't know it tastes like a chicken sandwich i could get at wendy's oh no 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 they don't cook no. it right no okay you no. you go get some wendy's and go get some Chick-fil-A. i get a spicy chicken i have eaten both it is not the same it is not the maybe same. maybe i gotta eat more like i i'm not saying i don't like it I went to. Just um, saying, I, I went think you to, should take your boyfriend there. I went to Popeyes. Well, he only—he's <laughs> vegan, so it's. Oh, he's not. You know, it's like really that tough for us to find good places to eat these days. I went to Popeyes. There's a Popeyes down on like Leedsdale, and I was Love like, that chicken I was like, Popeyes. I'm gonna get some goddamn Popeyes, and I went and I got some. I got some chicken tendies, oh. and I had some some buffalo sauce on that delicious so good it was really good it was a good it was any form of fried chicken is usually uh, good absolutely. Right? I, can, I can't pull up to a popeyes without getting like shrimp i thought you were gonna say an erection <laughs> i can't pull up to the popeyes without having without beating off in the drive-thru and they're like they're like sir please you can't do that again it's my special sauce uh is, is the scrimp good i call it scrimp I, <laughs> I call it scrimp. It's it's delicious. Is yeah, it? Awesome. Oh, okay. I'm gonna get it next time. I'll I'll do that. A little little scrimp. Little scrimp basket. You some scrimp. Uh, I want to talk about the Rockies real quick before we um, you know try to bring this home. I got I got my tweet of the week. You got to get your tweet. But of I'm the week excited in. about the Rockies. The I just wish they'd quit losing every other game. Yeah, I, it I'm sucks. a little they, bit bummed out. They need they need to hang on because they. The Chad Bettis game was phenomenal. That was really and awesome. I watched the whole thing. I had a great. Did you? Time. I didn't watch it. I didn't get to watch it, but uh, it, it looked great. like it was great. They, there was uh, a little Bud Black moment. Did you see? The yeah, moment? I saw that. Oh, that, that was, was nice. Awesome. Yeah, he rubbed his head. I love that shit. That's that's good stuff. That's that's, that's baseball, good. Man. That's good it's positive thing. Yeah, absolutely. They put out the uh, the call for postseason uh, tickets for the Rockies. So if you're a season ticket holder, I know Scott was talking about this. Uh, they they put the call out and they said, hey. Times now to reserve your postseason tickets. So you got to pay if they don't make it or whatever you've spent that they don't use, then it goes to your season tickets the next year. Um, so they're already planning ahead, and it's it should happen. I mean, they got to probably have that play-in game, but you know, chances yeah, are I good. Think the, I think the big question now is: Will it be here or will it be there? But if they continue to lose too many games, especially on the road. St. Louis could sneak up on them. Well, we'll see how that goes. But that it's just suck. it's exciting that we're even thinking about it, that we're even thinking about the fact that, Especially hey. Especially in the week of the Broncos suck. Can I ask you guys uh, one Rockies question? Yes, then? of course. Okay. So, because I'm kind of on the outside looking in, and it's, I, I really only follow football. But, and it's not because I don't, I, I like baseball. I like basketball. Sure. I'm not really into hockey, but every time, like, I go to a hockey game, I'm like, fuck, I need to watch hockey more sure. often. My problem is, like, I'm like, HBO's better, Netflix better. Anyway, so... <laughs> it's true. From the outside, like, I know the Rockies haven't been playing as well lately. And there are different reasons I hear people saying. And at the first half of the season, everybody's really high on Bud Black. And now I hear him getting a lot more criticism. What What is the issue the Rockies... Like, why do you think they're not playing as well? The bats. It's bad. It's, it's hitting. It's the, hitting. The, They're not hitting. The pitching has been pretty has been good. decent. Pretty and then, okay. And weren't they, they weren't they struggling with hitting early on too? But no. 
So so they played no, they really the well. Were, they played uh, okay. really well. The and then and then before like the All Star break, which is in July, they really went in the tank. Like they were bad. When was the last time Mark Reynolds had a home run? Like just the other night. Okay. Yeah, well, just like last night, maybe. Or he's on my fantasy yeah, last team. night. Yeah, he's he been hit, killing. He hit one right now. Yeah, he hit one just now. No, he hit one last night. And they they really went they went in the tank bad at, before the All Star break. They came back, kind of got it together, but it's been it's been choppy. It hasn't been good as the first part of the the season. And um, the only criticism now the, the bats is probably uh, certainly you know what's been going on because they just haven't been hitting consistently. One night they'll they'll really erupt, and the night they just can't. They they'll can't score do like anything. thirteen, and then and then none. then they got like two maybe maybe a run or two. And the pitching has been fairly decent, and it's had its ups and downs. But I think if they don't score any runs, the pitching can't quite quite compete. Um, the only real criticism of Bud Black that I've heard is that he's brought these guys up that uh, are from the minor leagues. And he's not really playing them. I think, and I, I don't think I'm I'm misconstruing what people are saying. But you know, real heads that I know that are really into it, they keep saying, "Oh, you know, they've got fucking Ryan McMahon or whatever comes up, barely playing, and he was just hitting the shit out of the ball in the minors minor league. So why isn't he playing?" Uh, Rymel Tapia came up, played sparingly, did okay, and then then went right back. Those down. guys are always going to do that. But so. but always, they, always but that's always. the only criticism of that. So they're thinking maybe if these guys get into it, maybe they get played a little more. Maybe Maybe it's a little different to stop playing Carlos Gonzalez. People like that. Um, they just have to hold the line, and they'll they'll be good, and they'll get to the postseason if they you know or to the play in game. I guess I should say. Um, you know who's got some good takes on the rocks, huh? You know who's got good takes Who? on the rocks always. Who's that? Our tweet of the week. Oh well, <laughs> hey, let's let's do it. What a segue! It's awesome. Bring that up. Glad he did that. I was I was starting to sputter. I'm really proud. Of, I'm really proud of our friend uh, at Brooke Kale, Brooke underscore Kale. Oh yeah, just such a good tweeter. And uh, and this week's tweet of the week. Uh, hats off to you, Brooke. And I'm going to read a few of her tweets from the last week here. Uh, Nolan Arenado is the reason crotchless panties exist. <laughs> I would guess, I would bet my left areola. I just saw Taylor Swift at Target because you know nothing says celebrity like the Thornton Target. So Chad Bettis returns from cancer and pitches seven scoreless innings. I just got up from the chair and tripped on my cat toy. Samesies. Why in the butt-reaming hell does this staff keep pitching to Giancarlo Stanton? That loss makes me want to punch a nun in the taint, goddamn Holland. <laughs> Everyone in Denver right now needs to get the hell out. The city doesn't belong to you. It belongs to Nolan. It's his. I won't fight your political opinion, but I will full-on pull your hair out if you attempt it that he didn't play long enough slander on Terrell Davis. The only human food my cat will eat is butter. Seriously, she's white as fuck. Oh my God, my cat is Paula Dean. <laughs> I'll trade anyone on the Nuggets for Kyrie Irving today and any day. I hate wearing underwear. Ugh, it gets sweaty and ew. I'm in a mood. Oh, I've been there. <laughs> um, me, maybe I'll finally go to the pool today. And then I see two twenty-somethings in the pool. I take a nap instead. <laughs> Brooke Kale at Brooke underscore Kale C A L E. Everybody, awesome tweeter and a great Nuggets slash Rocky slash Broncos slash Avalanche fourteen fan right Brooke, here in Denver, Brooke's, Colorado. Brooke's real good. She's she's awesome. You're those are good. Brooke? Those are funny tweets. I've not They're met good. Brooke. Have you met? Her? I've met Brooke. Yeah. Really. Uh, like two years ago, me and Chrissy Bex went down. So is she huge? She's very tall. Or is she huge? 
No, she's tall. tall. Yeah, she's very tall. Okay. Yeah, uh, slender. You can never tell how huge these Twitter girls are. <laughs> Colin, why does it matter? Come on. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. No, she's tall. She's a uh, she's a little shorter than I am. I think. Really? Close. Yeah, yeah. She's tall, tall lady. I uh, like tall lady. Very nice. Yeah, very nice. It was good. It was good to hang out she's with. Got her. a cool look. I mean, absolutely. She's got a style. So it's nice to you know it's nice to bump into people or become friends with people. Um, you know, like like our, our buddy Snoop Cow, and I know he's listening. Uh, uh, Snoop Cow's a good dude. He's awesome, Fun dude. Guy. And I I've I've gone to Fort Collins and I've I've hung out with him, had had a beer. Um, Chrissy Baxton, legendary. Absolutely. Friend. So you know, it's uh, it's nice to it's nice to meet some of these folks and. You know, well, shit. That's how we found, met Brandon Perna too. What? That's right. What yeah. was what was Twitter her Twitter? Machine. Brooke Kale. at Brooke underscore Kale. Brooke B R K E. Yeah, uh, Brooke with an E and okay. Kale. Yeah, she's she's awesome. Oh, she's funny as shit. Um, good stuff. Let's uh, let's wrap it up. We're um, we're a little over. Unless you got anything else. Uh, one can... last thing. Uh, the Nuggets ditched the powder blue. Oh I'm really my god. Upset. I You're love right. the that blue. I mean, I understand it was kind of a rip off of North Carolina. But uh, it was a handsome mm. color, and I have a lot of it. I bought a lot of it. I invested in a lot of that shit, and now it's worthless. Fuck you. It's not worthless. Aaron X gave me a nice one he found at a thrift store. It's like the powder blue. It just says Denver on it. It's real nice. I wear it around the house. Um, more so, it, the the uniforms suck. They're they're just bullshit basic uniforms that look like they're the uh, Indianapolis Pacers. Um is the Indianapolis Pacers or Indiana Pacers? Indiana. Indiana. Pacers. Yeah, they play in Indianapolis. Same so. difference. Same difference. Um, they look like the Pacers uniforms. They could have brought out the fucking rainbow skyline. It's the what? The 50th, 50th anniversary of the Nuggets this year, right? Isn't it like the 50th anniversary? They could have brought that out. Everyone loves the rainbow fucking skyline. They had a modified one with the blue. They could have brought that back. That could have been the jersey for that the That would have been the shit. Yeah, People would have bought stoked. the shit out of Who makes these decisions? I don't know. It's so baffling. Because Nike. Nike I, made these decisions. I remember like... Uh, not even seeing the uniform, but somebody just like tweeting like, "Oh, these things are fucking awesome!" And then I saw it and I was like, "What? What? That's not awesome!" I was like, "What? It doesn't even look any different no. except the colors a little darker, and they just went with the the font as straight across." It's incredibly bland. the The rainbow skyline, the, all those dudes wearing it, that would just be people awesome. love those. People fucking love them. People like because the Nuggets have a have a have a deep fan base. They've been here forever. People will see that they they will they will rally around that. That would that would have been awesome for this year. Um, I think the Nuggets will be decent, but I I. I think they've done some really baffling things, and the, and the jersey is one of them. I just don't, I just don't get it. Not, yeah, not happy with that, but uh, all, but very happy with uh, what I heard from Dan Patrick this week. Oh, Do you have oh, a little no. whisper from Dan Patrick. I will, I will not be happy with that. Colin. <laughs> you don't want Dan Patrick whispering in your ear. Not <laughs> if he's saying Tom Brady That's wants to finish saying. his career in Denver. Tom Brady wants what? to finish. His Come career on, I saw people Denver. talking about that. Why in the hell would Tom Brady want to finish? His why career in the in Why in the hell would Dan well, Patrick say that if it weren't true? Dan, like. Dan, Dan Patrick Patrick's not going to spew bullshit. He doesn't just throw shit against the wall, but okay. I think if there's any sort of truth to it, it's because it's like Sandy Clough. They, the the Patriots want to, well, fuck not the Patriots. Us. Just fuck. It'd have us. to be Bill Belichick wants to move on to Jimmy Garoppolo to prove that he can win with anybody. Good luck, Mike. That's my, my that's my take. Well, I could just say, welcome, handsome one. <laughs> 
That's well, all I can of say. Of course, but now wait, hold on. Are you? No, gonna, I, I would not. I would wait, not well, take wait, that shit. Would you take? No, I don't want. I don't. That's only because you're almost as handsome as he is. Yeah, that's and right. He's you're, more oh, you're jealous. Than you. You're and jealous. You would be jealous. Hey, I'm jealous. jealous of all you fuckers. It makes no difference. To I me. would take Tom Brady if they swapped him right now. I would take Tom Brady, but are you going to take Tom I'll Brady take a year? I'll take him at forty-two. That's two years. From I don't know. He just man. turned forty. I don't know, man. There's a there's a there's he a cliff. those quick little passes. There's a cliff, matter. but there's a cliff, buddy. He'll he'll fucking fall off it soon. If they wanted to do the swap he now, can fall down two cliffs and still be tre- better than Trevor Simeon. Trade him Trevor Simeon and Paxton Lynch and a first round pick next year for Tom Brady. Right now, they win the fucking Super Bowl this year. I'd rather have Greg Hardy playing quarterback for the Broncos <laughs> than Tom Brady. And Ezekiel Elliott beating a woman up as he, as he catches the ball in the at backfield. Half time. I, I, I'm, just, I'm obviously kidding, but yes. uh, welcome I, to my home I, stadium. I would at halftime. Ezekiel Elliott on. beats a woman. If Tom Brady was a quarterback right now with with the with Demarius Thomas, Emmanuel Sanders, I don't want to see it. I fucking hate him. I would. My hate it. for him. I was hated real. Peyton Manning. And he showed up but here. See, but I liked Peyton Manning. I lo- I, I also liked Wes Welker. I kind of like, like Tom Brady. I kind of like Tom though. Brady more. I, do, I don't. <laughs> I kind of like Tom Brady more. Oh I, I'm sure, you know, Peyton Manning seems like an awesome dude. Why do you I'm sure like him? I'm sure he's done tons of what do you like good about things Tom? for people more than Tom. He's handsome. Tom well, is that's handsome. True. Seems like a cooler dude, I think. He's uh, no, he does not he's seem humble. cooler. He's humble. He. His humble, his, he, his humble. He's got is five fake. Super Bowl rings or some whatever the fuck he's got. Yeah, he's got a lot of rings. I, I think Peyton Manning's that guy that like, yeah, he's cool and all, but he needs to fucking be the guy playing fucking pranks on you all the time. And you just be like, look, I've had enough, Peyton. Just leave me the fuck alone. And I think Tom would just be like, hey, look, I'm just here for the fucking ass. And if you are too cool, let's get a bottle of champagne. And you'd be like, cool, this is good. No more pranks. Some fucking oysters. <laughs> yeah, some oysters. Maybe and some I just champagne. Gotta have to reevaluate my opinion. Brandon, Brandon, if if you. Put Tom Brady on the team right now. That's where it's golden. I'm all about winning under any circumstances except for that one. Wow. Okay. I can dig it. I mean, maybe they'd be like, hey, Denver needs to bring in a fucking Hall of Famer each each year to bring bring on the title. I I say that supporting if Phillip Rivers were to come here. And there are people who feel that hate Phillip Rivers just as much as. I would much rather have Tom Brady. I would rather have Philly. Give me the guy who's never done it. Give me the whiner. Oh, he's whiny done it. He's got eight kids, dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's done it. He's I, fucked eight hey, times. I would take him just. <laughs> hey, Tom, Tom, handsome Tom, 1A, uh, Philip Rivers, 1B for me. And I'd take him right now. Bring him on. He's going to win. He's going to win him the Super Bowl. Come on, Tommy. Spend those last years. Rocky Mountain. Jeez, come on. Replace one of these dildos. There's just fucking two dildos back there. Just fucking throw them Give away. Give me Colin Kaepernick. Oh my lord! Okay, I'd take him. Let's get out of here. Yeah, that's a whole other. That's a whole other issue. Um, and and I would take him too. So just just for the record, <laughs> just for the record, I'm not saying I wouldn't take him. I'd take him. Um, let's get out of here, Brandon. Thanks for coming in. No, thank you. We'll talk soon. And uh, let's get back on. We'll have another. We'll have another uh, pre uh, preseason game to talk about next week. So until next time, this has been the South Stands Live. Adios. We love you!